The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Robert, welcome back to the SB Nation NFL Show here on Monday, Football Monday. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. I mean, you got to understand, I've suffered through a six-game losing streak, and somehow the Bears are in the seventh seed in the NFC. So I'm just riding the roller coaster right now. And it, at the moment, we're going down, which is good in roller coasters. It's not good in football. And <laughs> and I'm I'm just enjoying the fall. Yeah, I can imagine, man. It's been a wild season for the Bears. It's like not even a tale of two halves. It's a it's a tale of and it's an act in three parts or whatever the case may be. Seriously, the Chicago Bears look they they win forty one to seventeen against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And let's keep it with that singular game for the moment. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but the offense looked a lot more opened up than it than it has in the past. What did you see from them and Mitch Trubisky overall in this one? 100%. I think that's the biggest takeaway that I had. So the Bears have been running, and I mean this as honest as I can say it, what is basically a high school offense over the last three weeks, where they have outside zone running, which is not that difficult, keeps it simple for the offensive line, and play action off of it that runs high, medium, low, reads it's not difficult Trubisky's been hitting the low read a ton that's been getting like 10 yards after catch which is not hard on a quarterback it's not hard on a receiver and honestly it's almost a shame on you for all the defenses that we've played but it's not going to work against above average defenses and that's what people like me have sounded like Johnny Raincloud saying this this is limited this can't work against good defenses well against Jacksonville the Bears started to mix in a ton of smart little wrinkles where for instance on that low medium high they also snuck a wheel route off the like the play side action up the sidelines that Jacksonville just didn't cover for the first three plays of the game Jimmy Graham was wide open and when you can get Jimmy Graham wide open you know it's scheme uh they the bears also had an action i loved this one where the uh the medium route which you know normally comes across the field spun back around on a whirl route and ended up drawing like a 30 yard defensive pass interference the the little things that the bears are doing in this passing game make it look like it's more complicated but it actually might have answers for good defenses that can take things away and at this point maybe just maybe it's going to all come down to player execution against these good defenses and if the bears can run the ball great i mean that's always to be seen when it comes to graduating from some of the worst defenses in the nfl to some of the best but we'll see yeah and the analytics definitely match the eye test as far as the depth of target the yards after the catch and so on and so forth but again opened up in this one we'll see if that sticks and depending on where you look the bears now have over a 70 percent chance to make the playoffs what needs to happen for them to get in So if I have understood things correctly, the Rams, who Jared Goff just broke his thumb, have to either beat Arizona and then the Bears are in, or the Bears have to beat the Packers, which, if you remember how things went last time we played them, sounds monumental. Yeah, It's not impossible for the Bears to make it, but I was really hoping for a Rams win last night so that the Packers would lock up that one seed and maybe might not enter the Chicago game with quite as much fervor. Instead, it looks like Matt Nagy and this new Chicago new look Chicago Bears team are going to be put on trial against some of the best that the NFL has to offer with sort of a winner go home playoff game in front of them and people in Chicago are even talking now about a situation where if the Bears beat the Packers they may play the Packers again and then could beat the Packers in the playoffs and winning not one but two sounds like a lot to me but it, it would be fun it's just 
it, it's definitely a dicey situation, but I guess I'd much rather be here than an eight-game loss streak at this point. Sure. There, there was a re- report early Sunday that just tickled me to death. This is from Adam Schefter saying that those are there are those in the league that believe that Mitch Trubisky has played himself into a new contract in Chicago. To take all the surrounding factors out of it, like draft draft positioning and whatnot and what they can really do in the draft and free agency. Do you see that being the case in Chicago or is this buyer beware of the highest order? So it's a catch 22, right? Because what I want is for them to pull the quarterback roulette wheel. We talked about this in the pre-show, but I love getting a new quarterback because there's only so many franchise quarterbacks and you need one if you're going to win a Super Bowl. I think Jimmy Garoppolo and Jared Goff in back-to-back years showed great examples of exactly what I'm talking talking about but at the same time the league doesn't tend to agree there seems to be this middling class of quarterbacks Garoppolo Kirk Cousins and I'm sure I could think of others Goff kind of fits into this window where they're good in specific settings in very specific environments in Trubisky's case it's when he's got three plus seconds to make a one player read or he doesn't have to make a read at all. Uh, you laugh, but seriously, if he's yeah. got a clean pocket and he knows who he's throwing to, basically can predetermine his action, actually he's pretty accurate, especially yeah. if that throws under 20 yards. 15, 20 yards, he starts to flag. 40 yards down the field, he's not very good. But as you can see, the Bears have now broken that 1965 record with this guy under center. So will they want to extend him? I personally hope not. I think the interception in Jacksonville is indicative of what's been his problem for years, which is he starts to lock on to targets and doesn't process the whole field well. And I get it in a play action, two wide receiver, two tight end offense that's mostly predicated on a run game. You can kind of get away with that, but I expect the Saints to be able to take the run away. That's when you have to lean on your quarterback a little more. And I I worry that Trubisky, kind of like Derek Carr, will just not see somebody coming and he almost had a second interception yesterday. I know it sounds like I'm killing a kid who had, I think, three total touchdowns, but it's a Jacksonville defense. You have to take your cues, and that interception rolling right with seven-ish seconds to read the field, and then he just lofted it up straight into like three guys' hands. It's not the kind of thing you want to see from a four-year quarterback. And it's funny, uh, Michael, Rich Gannon chalked it up to inter- or inexperience at right, one point saying it's it's really just because of his inexperience this guy's had 50 starts in the nfl he's plenty experienced and i think we know who he is so yeah. if we do extend him the all i would say to any chicago fan out there is do not expect him to be an iota better because this is who trubisky is and because of that i'm willing to move on and I understand there's a lot of emotions there are emotions surrounding that. And the fact that the Bears are not in great position to to upgrade because it is harder to upgrade and find a quarterback that's even better than, say, Kirk Cousins. Even so, I think it's still got to be one of the Bears' top priorities. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.